Alaska Extension Almanac. Cutting costs and improving profits are the cornerstones of every business, and that includes a cow-calf operation. Extension educator Randy Saner takes a look at what successful producers do to keep costs down and profits up. So, so the high profitability group did some unique things. Um, they sold some calves at a higher price per pound, but also some of them were transferred to like either a background or feedlot. So they got some money in early and then they 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 transferred them out to a different enterprise and those calves brought in later. Um, so when they when those calves left, they were priced at market price when they're transferred out of the enterprise um, using using their value. Uh, they were also paid like $20.63 $20. per cow for government payments. Um, and they also had some call sales, but the, the, the call sales were actually lower than the than the high pro the low profitability group because they didn't call as many animals. So um, those are things that probably help. You know, that government payment of $20, that added quite a bit of re uh, income to them too. And I think people forget about that, that, you know, government programs can be make you more competitive or be beneficial for you, especially in times of drought or, or things like that. Well, the one thing they can do is they can spread out risk for their operation. Um, so they're, all their eggs are not in one basket. Uh, but selling some cat, some of the calves get some income early, so you can pay some of your bills, while the other calves will get income later in the year. And so basically what they're doing is it's a... It's just a management to spread out risk type strategy. Um, but again, um, they were valued at market price, the same price as our calves sold for. So um, that that does help a little bit with that that gross margin, you know, um, it, depending on where they valued them at, um, could, could make a difference. So the high profit group participated in probably more government programs, uh, which could which could be drought payments, it could be cover crops, it could be grazing management program, a CSP program um, participation. By doing this, it gave them a kind of a competitive advantage over the other low profitability groups. And the low profitability groups, if I remember right, was like eight something. So so it was, it was significantly more. Now you know, depending on where you're located, it could be any of those things I mentioned as far as government payments. So, so part of the high, higher weaning weight was due to the fact that they had less calf loss at open cows, which increased the weight per cow because you got to account for those open cows, which a lot of people don't do. Um, because the cow lost their calves or are open, still have expenses, right? They still, you still got to feed them. So the other cows have to pick up those expenses. So that's one reason why they had a heavier weight. Um, and that, you know, they got to put that weight onto other cows if they're open. So the low profitability groups had more open cows or more death loss. Um, and then, um, you know, the weaning weight could have been a little, that was per cow. And if you look at weaning weight, that could also have something to do with um, um, just, just how their nutritional program is. But most of it, I think, was the reproduction in the herd. That's the big difference. They had less open cows and less death loss, so they are to sell more calves. Today's almanac was a portion taken from a recent FarmCast podcast produced by UNL Center for Ag Profitability. To hear the entire interview, go to cap.unl.edu or download from Apple iTunes. For Nebraska Extension Almanac, I'm Brad Mills.
Nebraska Extension Almanac is a production of IENR Media and Nebraska Extension. For more information on how your university is serving Nebraskans, go to extension.unl.edu.